you know, maybe we need to start a support group, a Facebook group. <laughs> Please do. Guys with sensitive dick mouths. That's, That's what a Miatus is. That should be your, your uh, running platform when you run mm. for president. Yeah, that would. Every house. I want a, a car in every garage and a bottle of moisturizer <laughs> on every guy's nightstand. Oh, listen, I'm not jerking off. <laughs> I have a very sensitive, dry dick mouth that I have to put this lube on that the president <laughs> is forcing us all to do. Hey everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of Save It For The Show with Dan and Eddie. This is episode 307 of your favorite comedy podcast, where every week Eddie and I sit down, we make each other laugh, we make you laugh, we tell hilarious and relatable stories. So relatable. So relatable, Eddie. Who can relate to traveling? Yes. A birthday party? Mm-hmm. And... Uh, what else? <laughs> I, I, I checked my nose. Travel it, whatever, Eddie. It's relatable. It making is. a mistake. Who can't relate to making a mistake on a podcast? Yeah, everyone's got a podcast. Everyone does these days. I would like to know how many people who listen to our show have a show. I would say at least five people minimum. Yeah, because let's say seven hundred people listen. Mm-hmm. Five at least. It's yeah. At, at the very least, probably like more like 20. So we're relating to 20 people. There you go. And that's all that matters. Uh, yeah, I was traveling. Mm-hmm. I've been traveling a lot lately. And I, I went to this hotel in San Francisco. And the gym in the hotel was actually just converted from an old hotel room. So it wasn't like an okay. actual rectangle. Mm-hmm. It was a hotel room, like a large hotel room. So it has a traditional bathroom okay. in it. So when you're in the gym and you go to the bathroom, you're like literally going into a hotel's bathroom in the room itself. Okay. Okay? So I'm in the bathroom. I'm not in the bathroom. I'm in the gym Mm -hmm. pumping iron and I have in headphones. Okay. And when I work out, I love listening to heavy death metal, hardcore music, loud, real loud. And I'm working out. I'm doing my thing. And look, it's the morning. I'm business traveling, drinking way too much. <laughs> yes. So you can imagine at 7 a.m., your boy had to take a shit. <laughs> okay. okay. So I'm like, all right, cool. There's a bathroom right here. Mm-hmm. So I go into the bathroom and I'm taking a poop, just doing my own thing. And then when I know when my wife saw me wipe for the first time, <laughs> <laughs> the thing that really blew her mind was that men have to like push their penis down. <laughs> You know, like you know, when you wipe, like yeah. you lean forward to wipe, and then I don't want my dick mouth, you know, rubbing against the toilet. Witch's kiss, man. A witch's kiss. Yeah. I don't want that. So you push your penis down, and for me, you know, it's like pushing down an eight-inch <laughs> Pringles <Anaconda>. can, Pringles <laughs> can. So it's always just bobbling all over <laughs> the toilet. No, so you, I'm pushing myself down, and I'm leaning forward to wipe my ass, and then all of a sudden the door opens. <laughs> And in walks the maid. Of course. And she's like, oh my God, oh my, I'm so sorry. She immediately, our eyes lock. And I am literally, one hand's pushing down my dick. And the other hand is wiping my shit. <laughs> and she saw me. And I'm sure she knocked. Yeah. I'm sure she said, uh, is anyone in there? And I had my headphones on. I was wiping my ass. <laughs> and she totally saw me. 
So you didn't take your headphones off because you like to keep that pump going while you're pushing right. shit out. That would be a weirder move if when I went into the bathroom, I took my headphones off so I could hear my turds drop. Yeah. I, I mean, you got to make sure that, uh, <laughs> that they're hitting. Okay, so not, looking at the toilet paper to get like a shit check because, you know, like you wipe until you don't see brown anymore. Yeah. And now I also need to hear the turds hit the water. <laughs> yes, exactly. Because maybe if they don't, how do you know... You, you poop. Well, you got to live in the moment, Dan. That's uh, true. You know, too many of us these days, we're on autopilot and, mm-hmm. you know, we don't really take in every moment that we have. So we've been meditating. Yeah. Eddie, and, and you're right. I should be more clear yes. and focused when I'm taking a shit, not listening to music and scrolling Twitter with my clean hand. Yeah. You know, once you start wiping, phone's off. Yeah. Hands down. I heard this question on another podcast and I don't think they ever answered it, but how. Do blind people know they're done wiping? Mm. Do you? Yeah, I've thought about that too. Any, poor bastards. <laughs> any idea? Like, is it just no three and we're good? We should no. be good, dude. There's never an average. Like, if it's a clean break, which is just amazing. Yeah, that's still probably two. <laughs> you know, and then if not, sometimes it's a bad one, dude. Yeah, that might be like eight times, and the worst is what if you don't realize there's a tiny piece of shit like stuck in there? So your first wipe is actually creating a horrendous yes. like shit smear That's the worst. in your butt. And the absolute worst is if you do have a wet wipe, because to me, you know, you wipe with the dry, 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 dry. Mm-hmm. And then you pull the wet wipe out last. Like the other day I no, saw my son, what? he led with the wet wipe. That's what you do, man. No, yes, man, that's man. the finishing move. No, because then you have wet ass. You need a, you need a wet wipe it, okay, and, then, fine. and then you dry it off with a, a Maybe one last. Okay. Just to sort of dab it. I mean, I don't know about you, but my butt doesn't get that wet when I use the wet wipe. But he started with the wet one, and I said, what are you out of your mind? And it was all shitty. And then he, then he did the white normal tissue mm-hmm. and it was poopy again i said see what you did you wasted it you wasted that wipe and you can only flush one at a time <laughs> you know that's a rule that i never break yeah because i've seen those stories about those like icebergs yeah in the sewer that this is apparently ruining the sewer <laughs> these things so anyways okay so you sometimes you don't start with the wet you yeah go, that's your first move i feel like the majority of people do just right to the wet yeah wipe and I use more than one. Oh, dare you. you know what I'm saying? Like I use the dry just as, mm-hmm. just as a, a, you know. <laughs> Must be nice. All that money you got. Over there. Well, you know, they're actually wet hundred dollar bills that I, I going to say, man, ball to wipe my ass. So, but I mean, I don't use them all the time because they run out quick in my house because I right. got two young girls that mm-hmm. they waste them. Yeah. So. Well, excuse me, Mister <laughs> Filet Mignon ass over here. Uh, all right. So, anyways, I don't know what I was getting at about that wiping blind people. Blind, I guess you yeah. just never really know. Yeah. Oh, when you smear your butt, <laughs> which is just a nightmare, man. Yeah. I hate that. We've talked about this, I think, probably. <laughs> Done too many of these shows. So many. I'm sure we've talked about it. Anyhow, she saw me. Mm-hmm. Thank God I wasn't like checking the shit out. You know, like you said, how you're like looking to make sure you're done. <laughs> that would have been even more embarrassing. And so I, then I kind of waited a few minutes. Mm-hmm. And when I went out, I she was gone. But she wasn't actually gone. She was hiding. <laughs> I think she was, like, I thought she was left. And then I walked around the corner and she was just standing there. Like it was, I, yeah. and I was just like, "Hi, sorry," 
And she like, I think she just was like, no problem. And if I was she, her, I would have taken a personal day. <laughs> she, like, oh my God, that was traumatizing. Dude, I think we've talked about this. <laughs> Speaking of trauma, where some guy did this weird experiment where he would sit in his hotel room naked. And when they would knock, like yeah. housekeeping, he wouldn't say anything. And he did it hundreds of times because that was kind of, he was kind of into it. Mm-hmm. And he was also just waiting to see if any of these maids would bang him. And the only one that did was a dude. Like hundreds of women, and then finally a guy housekeeper was like, "Well, well, well, <laughs> this is probably my fantasy too." Yeah, because guys are so disgusting. Well, they probably all those other housekeepers quit. Right, <laughs> well, it wasn't was... the same hotel. <laughs> this is like a business travel. Okay, <laughs> see, being a guy is so easy that we have time for all these fantasies. Yeah, women are terrified of being raped all day long. Mm-hmm. So don't have time. Like if you were a, a woman maid and you walked in and saw a naked man. That's scary. Yeah. Not sexy. That guy might try, try to bop you on the head. <laughs> yeah, totally. Not a ho-bop. Like a mean bop with a phone. An mbop. An mbop. <laughs> and take your ass from behind. Yeah. All right, Eddie. So she saw my, my dick at the gym. Was she like, all right. She didn't say all, all right. All right, yeah. No. What room you in? <laughs> I know, right. Special cleaning. Oh, God. Uh, so none of that happened. And then I came home. And I went to a birthday party mm-hmm. for a friend of mine. And you and I are getting older. So birthday parties when you're in your mid-30s, it's basically like, hey, let's go out to dinner. Yeah. Maybe we do a thing. And I went to a like a honky-tonk band. It was positioned to me as a country cover band. Okay. Which sounds awful. <laughs> I can't think of anything worse than going to a country cover okay, band. Okay, is it... A band that does covers of all genres of music? Yes. Country style? Yes. Okay. So, look, I mean a little silly, but I hate dancing. Yeah. You know me. I can't dance at all. I would rather sing on stage these garbage country (laughs) songs. And so we go, and there's people like, you know, square dancing and line dancing and all Mm -hmm. this shit. And a friend of mine, his brother, is like as American as they come. (laughs) Motherfucker's a fireman. He's got a handlebar mustache. (laughs) He had a plaid button-up shirt tucked into his jeans. You know, wow, okay. just like all American mm-hmm. man's man. And he's dancing his ass off. <laughs> and he came up to me and he said, hey, respectfully, I would like to dance with your wife. Is that OK? And I said, hell yeah. <laughs> you know, homeboy's married. Yeah, I'm here. Like, I guess it would have been weird. And I wanted to get your opinion if he just started dancing with Nicole. Now, Nicole wasn't really out there dancing either. Mm-hmm. And so he had to like kind of take her out there. And then he did some little like shuffle step one, two, three thing. Okay. But he was so serious about it. <laughs> and I could see him talking to Nicole and like teaching her mm-hmm. these moves. And it was like so non-sexual. Yeah. <laughs> and I just thought, this is great. Taking this off my plate, <laughs> filling Nicole's cup. I don't feel like I'm being cucked. Yeah. I don't feel like it. Wait, did it kind of turn you on? Was it a little? No, <laughs> it didn't. I kind of thought, well, maybe this is my new thing. <laughs> Uh, but it, it really didn't. Okay. Um, but, and, and and so he was so into dancing, he came up to me. He was like, I will dance with you. You should, your wife loves dancing. And the fact that you can't dance with her, I will dance with you. And I will show you how to dance. And I said, bro, that's cool. Man. And I'd rather make out with you. All right. Let me touch that beautiful mustache of yours. But he was, it was so inspiring to see him just, he was so manly, mm-hmm. but he was just so into dancing too. I thought, good on this guy. Yeah. 
for just non-sexually dancing with a bunch of <laughs> other guys' wives. However, I went to the bathroom and there was a dude taking a piss who was drunk as hell. Mm. And he was saying, man, all these fucking guys out here, all these horny wives, you just get out there and just start dancing and grinding on all of them, but you can't take them home. These women are married, so what you get them all turned on and send them out home with their husbands so their husbands will fuck them. <laughs> and I thought, wow, this is a great plan, I guess. Uh, but of course, I didn't get to have sex that night. Yeah. I got home at like midnight, and we were both so exhausted. <laughs> Nicole had been dancing for an hour. Yeah. Her feet were bruised the next day. There's nothing sexy about that. So oh, I'm sorry, man. No, but you know what? I, was, I Now I can two-step or something. <laughs> you should actually, like, in secret, mm-hmm. become an, an amazing dancer. I really could. Like, uh, Always Sunny. Have you seen the, the latest uh, Oh, my God. I Always saw Sunny? some clips of it. Yeah. It's crazy, man. It look, It's like a five-minute-long modern dance. Yeah. Insane thing. I was listening to, I think it's Dak Shepard's podcast, mm-hmm. and he was interviewing Rob oh, McElhaney or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was saying, like, it took, like, three months of like crazy working out to get the body that he has and then choreography like on top of that and it's just crazy dedication for five minutes of airtime like, he does not get enough credit no i mean that is some like we talked about on last week's show christian bale yeah-esque commitment well Remember the year, when he was fat yeah the year before because he was talking yeah. about that he was like i just think it's funny how on uh like sitcoms mm-hmm. when they become popular everyone starts looking better because they're richer and <laughs> right. stylists all this stuff he's right. like ours is an anti-sitcom so i wanted to gain 60 pounds dude he did, <laughs> he did. fat mac yeah <laughs> you know it's funny you say that because there's so many shows insecure is a good version of that yeah where when Issa ray became famous from that show mm-hmm. Man, she lost weight. Yeah. She was fit and way cooler. And you're right. It's kind of annoying when that happens. Yeah. Good for him. <laughs> and now I can kind of dance, um, but not that well. Well, I'd like to see it. Not that well. When you're blasting your country music at home mm-hmm. to try to become a better dancer, or if you're in your car and you're listening to George Strait, you know what you need. <laughs> BZRKAudio.com. Tweeters. Tweeters. For your car. Yes. Get the highs, the lows. <laughs> everything from our boy sly he'll take care of you you know if you pick up a girl at a country show mm-hmm. and you bring her back to your car and your car's not hitting <laughs> then you ain't hitting that son then you ain't hitting that and she's definitely not gonna suck your dick on the way home <laughs> in the car if i if i if you pick a girl up at a bar and on your way home you get roadhead and you blow a load then what <laughs> Then you, then you drop home. her off on the corner. <laughs> What's your refractory period? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like maybe I should say it to my wife. Hey, I'm going to do you a favor. Why don't you suck this dick? <laughs> a blow load in your mouth. Let me, just, <laughs> let me just get this out of the way. So when I get home, maybe I'll last longer than a minute. Because <laughs> watching you dance all night with that hairy fireman has got your boy ready to pop off. <laughs> so let's just do this. Which was awkward in the Uber. Because the, <laughs> the driver was like, you cannot suck your husband's dick. <laughs> Uh, in this car uh all right so yeah do that uh so yes i I mentioned i've been traveling a lot yes and we just had thanksgiving together which was great Mm -hmm. you know you and i are not just brother-in-laws on the show in real life our sisters are i'm sorry our (laughs) wife our wives are sisters yes and our wives are sisters yes yes making you and i brother-in-law so we do get to spend holidays together including Mm. thanksgiving which we had a great time 
And the thing that made it sort of stressful for me is that night on Thanksgiving, I was taking a red eye yeah. to go to New York to see my boss and I brought my wife and son and man, red eyes. Like it's so to think that there's people that fly red eyes as a pilot mm -hmm. and flight attendants is staggering to me because it's one of those things where I haven't taken a red eye like in a year. Mm -hmm. So I was super cavalier about it. <laughs> man, this is going to be easy. <laughs> Your boy's going to be drinking all day long on Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. And then that night, you know, at midnight, I'll get on that plane and I'm just going to snooze yeah. <laughs> for five hours and just wake up in New York City at 8 a.m. feeling like a million bucks. But then you get there and it's so exhausting and the light is weird. Dude, I slept like a half an hour <laughs> and it was a nightmare. My legs were hurting. I had to piss. And Nicole was, I was in the middle seat. Mm -hmm. So Nicole is next to me on the aisle seat and she's so overexhausted and tired she's practically crying you know it's like three in the morning and she's like i just can't get to sleep and she's and, you know evan's dead asleep next to me so finally she fell asleep and i had to piss so bad i couldn't wake her up mm -hmm. she had this like weird neck brace <laughs> pillow thing. it's crazy man dude it's like a huge piece of plastic <laughs> that you wrap around your neck so when your head won't fall forward or flop around and then she has this weird space blanket she travels with dude she looked insane okay and so of course i couldn't wake her up because she finally fell asleep and then on the way back same situation mm -hmm. she's laying there asleep looking like some weird homeless person <laughs> with a broken neck and evan and i this is the most this is the best part flying back mm -hmm. so it was during the day i had six hours and it was on delta and they had all these movies that oh, okay. i had never seen so i got to watch three full-length movies <laughs> nice. i watched the new mission impossible oh that's great which was excellent yeah uh ant-man and the wasp pretty good and then the avengers uh Oh, Infinity, Infinity War, War, yeah, which I hadn't seen, which is basically like superhero porno. Oh yeah, it's just fight after fight. Dude, after I fight. loved that movie. <laughs> Dude, it's just like set piece after set yeah. piece. There's no story. Yeah, nothing happens. Yeah, it's just like how can we get to the next fight? And then it's the next, and it's like oh my god, it's Space Lord <laughs> talking to Thor. Like the whole thing is just nutty balls. And so in the first scene of Mission Impossible, there's a skydiving mm -hmm. scene. And in, so I'm sitting there with my son, Evan, and I, we both have our headphones on. It's, you know, 7 a.m. Mm -hmm. or something. And they jump out of the plane. I turn to Evan and I say, where are we dropping, boys? Because that's a Fortnite thing. <laughs> okay. Like in Fortnite, when you jump out of the, the uh, airplane or mm -hmm. the blimp or whatever, there's a stupid meme where you say, where are we dropping, boys? Because you parachute down together. Yeah. So I say that to him. <laughs> and then Nicole grabs me. And she's all... Did you just hear someone yell? <laughs> Said, no. What are you talking about? Nobody yelled. She's all, you just said, where are we dropping, boys? <laughs> Somebody just yelled, where are we dropping, boys? <laughs> and I looked to my son, and I had, like, you know, noise-canceling headphones. And, Dude, I was, and I took him out. I screamed. It was so loud, Eddie. I probably woke up half the plane by yelling out, where are we dropping, boys? <laughs> and the look on my wife's face was... She wanted to kill me because I said no. I really, really thought that, like, I was like, nobody yells. What are you talking about? She's like, no, I think someone just yelled. Where are we dropping, boys? And I laughed. <laughs> kind of had to be there, but my God, if, the visual is just killing me. Yeah. Mm. That goes perfectly with you dropping loads in the uh, Seriously. In the <laughs> seriously. Always dropping something. So it killed me, the, the red eye. And so we get to New York. Mm-hmm. 
they were like, all right, we're going to grab this city by the balls. And it was so cold, it was 15 degrees. Oh, my God. Which for some soft California yeah. shells like you and I, brutal. Fuck that. So we went ice skating in Central Park. Mm -hmm. And in Central Park, the ring is owned by Donald Trump. Is it really? Yes, it is. Now, oh. see, this is the thing about New York is that motherfucker's got buildings everywhere. Yeah. All kinds of stuff. And, okay, you want to tell me he's still not somehow being compensated by yeah. all this and seeing all the things it made me sick you know like the trump all the employees have trump logos on their shit the rink is all trumped out so real quick you're saying yes. you're a trump supporter big time okay so <laughs> and you know new york is so diverse and liberal and to just have all this re constant reminder of our garbage president in their face who's not mm. so anyways whoops um, I, I told my a guy I was meeting there about this and he said, funny enough, locally, this skating rink is like one of the only things in the city that's seen as Trump doing a good thing because uh, this amazing historic skating rink was going to go out of business and he bought it and he kind of helped it stay alive and afloat to now it's good. Gotcha. Again, it's like his one thing where people are like, well, you know, <laughs> at least he bought the woman rink yeah. and turned it around. Um, but that was still a pain and it really just made me annoyed. Is it called the Trump ice skating rink? It's called the Woolman Rink. Woolman, okay. But it's owned by Trump, and his name is just everywhere. Yeah. You can't use your credit card there. Dude, it costs like $100 for three people to roller skate. I had to pull out. This, that was the entirety of all the cash we had. <laughs> all of it. I'm like, yeah, let's pull like 100 bucks. Why do you can't you use your credit card? Probably because... I don't know. It's shady business. Yes. Yeah. Dude, If there, there's now no tracking, really. Yeah. I mean, I guess there's paper receipts. But what if the knucklehead at the front, you know, I don't know, pockets it and, yeah. and does weird shit with cash? They're probably laundering money. They probably are. Yeah. They really probably are. What if that's what brings them down? Like the woman <laughs> We just broke it. We just broke it, man. Ripped it wide open. <laughs> Even the I'm talking Eddie like to rent a locker to rent the skates at the huh. at the um, concession stand cash only. That's you know, so weird. They can't just get some squares <laughs> over there. We don't get good reception over here, bro. Yeah, something like that. Ugh. So it was still fun. Nice. And, and we, yeah, and we still had to do it. Uh, and then I actually I went and saw a show. Oh, okay. Which was exciting. I saw School of Rock. Oh man, that's awesome. It was great. And the thing about it though is. A guy like Jack Black, who starred in the movie, mm -hmm. you know, he's so uniquely Jack Black. Yeah. With his mannerisms, and he just was born to play that role mm -hmm. in that movie. And so the guy who played him on Broadway was sort of like this weird, speaking of Always Sunny, mm -hmm. a mix of like Charlie. Like he was like some Charlie slash Jack Black. Okay. And it did take me a little while to suspend my disbelief that this wasn't just like some corny... Uh, you know, dollar store cereal version yeah. of Frosted Flakes. <laughs> okay. And it re I really had a hard time with that, but it was still very good. What, so are there like actual kids? Like, yes. What, did it like blow Evan away? Was he like, oh my God, these kids are amazing? Dude, these kids. Okay, so this is their job. Yeah. Dude, they're like 10 years old and every night they're playing on Broadway, this show, Man. this two and a half hour show. And at the very beginning of it, there's a disclaimer every kid is really playing their musical instrument mm -hmm. and especially the guitar player just melting <laughs> faces with his solos and clearly he was kind of a shitty actor though yeah like he some of the kids who were acting in it 
were just amazing actors. Mm -hmm. And the kid was clearly there like, okay, look, you're a great guitar player. We're going to teach you how to act. (laughs) And they didn't do a very good job. (laughs) But it was still really enjoyable. Nice. And the one thing that really got me, though, is I went to the bathroom with my son and my boss. Mm -hmm. And we go to the bathroom. And when you go to the bathroom with a group of guys, it's kind of like whoever goes first goes first. And I happened to be in the front. Mm -hmm. And a urinal opened up. And it had the side panels. Okay. So I go and I'm going. I'm trying to pee. And then Evan goes to another urinal. And then finally, again, my boss goes to another urinal. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting there. Dude, I got so bladder shy. Did you? So (laughs) bladder shy. I don't even know why. I had to piss so bad my dick hurt. (laughs) And you got, I mean, you know what it's like. Yeah. I cannot explain what it's like to be bladder shy and why it happens. I wasn't at a piss trough. I wasn't Hmm. worried that somebody was staring at my hog. Like my boss was going to, what if I'm standing there and it's my boss's dick, my son's dick (laughs) and my dick. And I, and I look down and like my son's 12 year old dick is bigger than my boss's or something like that. Like, that that would that would kill him. Yeah, both of like, them. My son. You're getting a you're getting a demotion, Dan. Seriously, <laughs> and my son would be like, "I'm the new boss now." Uh, but no, so it wasn't anything like that. I just stood there and just froze. So what what did you do? So and I, and it was the intermission. It was like five minutes intermission. Mm-hmm. I knew there was going to be another hour. Like I couldn't <laughs> do it. And you know, we all walk away and there's people, there's a long ass line. There's a line of like 20 people deep. So I've done this before where you go to the urinal, it's just not coming out. I'm gonna go to the stall. Mm -hmm. I'm once I get in the stall and I have all the (laughs) privacy in the world, I'll definitely take a piss. But I couldn't, I couldn't like, you know, fall away from the urinal and then go in the stall. (laughs) So we're all walking away and I say, Oh, I got, I'm going to go, uh, look for a, uh, this is what I'm saying. Like, they're like, uh, licorice. I'm going to go get a licorice. And they're like, I'll come with them. I'm like, no, 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 It's cool. Like, you guys go sit back down. I don't want to waste your time. And I got back in line. And <laughs> and I went and took a piss. Like a, was it like okay a baby. this time? It was fine that time. Huh. Isn't that so annoying? Being Do you guy. think it was your boss or your son? You know what it was? It was, I was earlier that day at a urinal next to my son and I said, hey, do you ever get, get bladder shy? You know what that's like? Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, yeah, where you like, can't go. And I said, yeah, a trick is if you hold your breath, I've heard. Okay. I was trying to drop some knowledge on him. <laughs> so then, you know, two hours later, it happened to me. And I was holding my breath like a motherfucker. <laughs> you passed out. Passed out, hit my <laughs> head. And pissed yourself. On the porcelain. <laughs> um, my dick like a whale spout just <laughs> shooting all over the place on the floor of the, of the, uh, uh, the theater bathroom. Uh, so, no, maybe it was a self-fulfilling prophecy. <laughs> To make me uh, not work out. Did you come back with licorice? <laughs> were you like, oh, they're all out of I licorice. Like, oh, I couldn't get it. Because, <laughs> man, you know, it cost $100 to get like three drinks and a couple of things of candy. No Highway way. robbery. <laughs> so, no, I didn't go buy some $20 licorice <laughs> like a fool. Uh, and then again, of course, like I said, I was with my wife and kid mm-hmm. on vacation. Wasn't a sex vacation. I was going to say, because I assume you guys stayed in a hotel. Yes. Was there any masturbation going on? No, I, nothing. So, okay, so you broke your record. I couldn't. I mean, what was I going to do? You know, like spill some seed in the shower <laughs> and then my son get in there after me and just yeah. dance around on it. <laughs> hey, don't stand right there, okay? <laughs> no. And he was in the room the entire time. And my wife is really strict about like, she ain't got to fuck with, with, yeah. with my son I mean, in the room. he's 12 years old. I know. Understandable. I mean, that's just, 
if I old. was him and I and I saw that, I'd be like, "What the fuck, guys?" Hey, dude, you guys, you guys are animals. <laughs> you can't just wait two days. You're right. That's a little old. <laughs> like if he was two, for sure, maybe. Yeah. But it, that, yeah, my wife don't play that game. So no, it didn't happen. Uh-huh. But you know, well, still whatever. a good trip though. Still, he's still worth it. <laughs> uh, it's still a great trip. Oh, you know, one thing we did, which was pretty awesome, we went to a museum. It was called the Tenement Museum. Okay. Highly recommended if you're ever in New York or you live there. Basically, it was fascinating in like the Lower East Side where when immigrants first came to America in like mm-hmm. 1880 or something. And because the building is from, you know, 1880. Mm-hmm. The goddamn building is, you know, 120, 30 years old. And so what they did was they completely preserved a few, uh, the, the whole building. And so some of the rooms have just been destroyed from just time. Okay. And they haven't even touched them. So you got to go in these rooms and they're just completely, you know, eaten up. Mm-hmm. And then what they did was they recreated a couple apartments from back then. Okay. And it was so amazing to see. I mean, there's no running water, no electricity. And, you know, they're living in these just two bedroom apartments. And tenements just sort of like a fancy I'm sorry, a bad word for an apartment. Mm -hmm. has a bad connotation. Yeah. But it's just an apartment. And, man, like, you know, seven people living in these godforsaken tiny, tiny little apartments. It really made me feel good (laughs) for what what we got going on in our life. Oh, that's great, Dan. How much harder things were. And so many of them were Jewish, of course. Yeah. And so at one point, the tour guide was saying, you know, oh, and this one woman, man, you're on a tour, you know, with a bunch of randos from around the world. I'm sorry. And or around the world. Yeah, I should say. And this woman was from Chicago or something. And every time they passed her on a photo, swear to God, <laughs> she's looking at these photos. She goes, yeah, looks Jewish. <laughs> was <laughs> yeah. she Jewish? No. Heck no. What the fuck? I know. Like, just sort of like, yep, <laughs> I can tell. Yeah. I can see it. And I thought, oh, that's weird. And then later on during the thing, the tour guide says, because a lot of it was very timely. It's mm-hmm. about being an immigrant. It's about assimilation. It's about maintain. How do you maintain a culture that you love while also trying to fit in yeah. to a country? And it, it truly was really no, there's so many parallels to what's going on right now. And one of them was learning English. And so they had this cool little clipping from a Jewish newspaper that said, hey, go to these classes. They're five bucks to learn English. And he said to the class, why do you think somebody would want to learn English? Mm-hmm. And it was a question, I think, looking for an answer like to assimilate, to, you know, become a better American. And this guy raises his hand. And he's all, well, you know. The, the Jewish people were really known for being great business people. And so by, <laughs> by learning English, they can make more money. So I think they want to earn English to make money. And I was like, ugh. <laughs> so then later on in the car, I said to Nicole, man, did you hear that asshole guy who was, you know, was sort of like un, unknowingly, I think, made like an anti-Semitic thing? Mm-hmm. She's all, I didn't think that was, um, you know, <laughs> against Jews. And my boss's wife's Jewish. He's like, Pfft. Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. And I said, "Of course it was." Like, what do you mean that they, Jews are good with money? Like that is such a gross stereotype. Even though I I talk about it all the time on the show, um, but if, yes, it just blew my mind. What people? It felt like school. Like yeah. everyone's like yelling out things, trying to be funny or interesting or smart. Mm-hmm. And this guy just you know lit his uh, 
Racist, <laughs> racist flag. Two of them. Did anyone say like, uh, no, you're wrong? No, the uh, tour guy was like, well, you know, you're right. I mean, it definitely would have economic benefits mm-hmm. to learn English. <laughs> next one, next question. <laughs> you know, just, just kind of quickly moved on. Um, but that was cool. Yeah. What are you going to do? Uh, I saw one celebrity. Okay. We were at brunch. Oh, and I okay, saw yeah. Anthony. Oh, yeah. From Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Yeah. Just Queer Eye these days. Oh, it's just Queer Eye, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. And you're a fan? I guess it could be for anybody, <laughs> not just straight guys. There's, there is one they did for a girl, right? Last season, yeah, maybe? Yeah, I think so. So, and gay guy too. Yeah. So it's not just straight guy. Yeah. You're right. Uh, so, anyways, he, we're sitting there, and there's six of us, and it's, I don't know, 10 a.m. on a Sunday, and he's sitting there. Mm-hmm. I see him walk in. And we caught eyes. <laughs> we really did. And I think he could immediately tell that I recognized them. Because mm-hmm. I, I kind of was like, whoa. And you giggled. <laughs> I just thought, oh my gosh. So he sat down. And then his buddy he was with sat down. Mm-hmm. And I said to Nicole, holy shit. That's Anthony from Queer Eye, period. It's not Queer Eye for the straight guy anymore. <laughs> so don't call it that. It's Queer Eye. It's, it's Anthony. And she said, oh my God. Because, you know, like you, we were both big fans. Yeah. And then the people were with her like, who? <laughs> I said, what do you mean? You don't watch Queer Eye? No. I said, he's sitting over there. And the whole table just goes, and like turns around and looks at him. And they're just like, where? And he was sitting like four feet away. And they're turning around like, where? What? Like, they're, like I said, Tom Cruise. Yeah. They don't even know what he looks like. They don't have a clue who they're looking for. He looks like every, dude, New York City, 90% of the people that live there are stylish as fuck. Oh, yeah. Like, dude. Everyone looks like a celebrity. Everyone is so well put together. The style there. Mm-hmm. I mean, on the subway to just the street, it was so cool. Not to mention, I think I saw one homeless person the entire time. What? I was, dude, I'm not even kidding. That is so clean. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> so clean. I mean, yes, it's freezing there, but it was so incredibly clean. Man, you go to San Francisco, <laughs> it's crawling yeah. with drug-addled, mentally ill people. Dude, they have an app where it'll tell you where there's human shit on the street. Right. <laughs> that's that's how dirty San Francisco is. Case in point. Yeah. Not in New York City. I don't know where they're at. Maybe they're all dead. <laughs> Maybe Trump ate them all. I don't know. They're underneath that ice skating rink. <laughs> they might be. Bless his heart then. <laughs> Some people say that they sent them all to California. They gave him one-way bus tickets and said, where do you want to live, man? Yeah. Where it's 15 degrees or 75. That would be a great plan, actually. There's a rumor that's what they did. I don't know if it's true. Huh. So I didn't see any anybody. And so we saw Anthony, mm-hmm. clearly not homeless. And he kind of, then like a minute later, he got up, went to the hostess, and they moved. Oh, no way. Yes. And I thought, God damn it. <laughs> this is going to be my moment. <laughs> Like, what if him and I went to the bathroom together? I, you know, I gave him my rap about being bladder shy. We're both <laughs> laughing our asses off. And then he becomes a champion of the podcast. That'd be amazing. Next thing you know, JVN is talking about the <laughs> podcast. But instead, he looked at me and thought, I don't want to be around these motherfuckers, <laughs> these fans. And they moved to like a corner in the restaurant. Oh, wow. Like he's goddamn Tom Hanks or something. <laughs> And not just a busted up John Mayer. <laughs> oh my God, dude. Totally. So fuck that guy. I, I, I never even put that together, but well, he that's totally not does. Fair. Maybe Anthony, maybe John Mayer's a busted up Anthony. Because neither of them yeah. are really busted. Yeah. They're that's both true. handsome men. Did he, like, did he give off that aura of that, like, he was kind of a ego? No. You know no. what he gave off was like, look, I'm at a restaurant. 
I, I don't want to deal yeah. with this okay. right now, which is fair. Yeah. If he was on the street and somebody said, oh, my God, take a picture of me. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he would have said absolutely. Mm-hmm. But when you're in a private business, mm, yeah, it was kind of a hoity-toity it. brunch spot, too, mm-hmm. where it's almost like, oh, whatever. That's Anthony. Well, Bob De Niro's in the back uh, with Grace Jones and I don't know, like. <laughs> well, I was gonna say David Bowie, who's dead. Okay. Which made me think of Grace Jones, who was in a music video with him. Was he married to Grace Jones? No, that's Iman. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. They were they were in a music video together. Grace Jones was also in an amazing uh, James Bond movie. Yeah. Or whatever. They don't make them like that anymore. <laughs> with Roger Moore, even though he was the shittiest Bond. Yeah, he was. In my opinion. Okay, Eddie. That's enough. Um, so I had a great time. Uh, New York City is an absolute gem. Awesome. Can't wait to go someday. You've never been? Never been, dude. Zero? No. <laughs> oh, God, Ed. Yeah, I know, man. We should just go. There. Can we do a live show there? Oh, my God. That'd be amazing. If you're paying, I'm down. That's Let's what I'm saying. It. Like, for you and me to go to New York City, it's expensive to fly. Yeah. In a hotel, someone would have to give us like four G's for I mean, like three I, days. I'd need to go on a PJ, dude. That's that's What's how that? I get to New York. Private jet, man. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> that's what I'm we call stream. it. Gulfstream? Sorry. Us who are using multiple wet wipes, we right? call them PJs. I know. Right? First step. That's the first step. <laughs> you got to act like how you want to be. That's what I'm saying, man. So just rip them out of your ass <laughs> on your PJ, Gulfstream. Uh, but that would be fun to do a show there. Because, yeah, th- there's so many things about New York City. Just the subway. Mm-hmm. There's a train under the city. <laughs> and for West Coast dudes like you and I, it, it never ceases to amaze me. Yeah. Never. Like, you get on it, too, and you're traversing miles mm. under the city. Well, people are like, what about the BART? Or the BART. doesn't L.A. have some type of subway I don't know. thing? It's... But, I mean, it's obviously not Dude, the New BART York. sucks ass <laughs> compared to that. I mean, they were so clean. Mm-hmm. God bless New York. We're moving to New York, Eddie. Okay. <laughs> Moving to New York. Uh, all right, listen. Let's do some questions. And uh, fantasy is going great. Shout out to everyone mm-hmm. playing fantasy football. Both leagues are really tight. You know, by this time in the year, there's a couple clear first and second placers. Mm-hmm. But in all the leagues, it's really a toss-up. Yeah. Going into this last week before playoffs, there's only like three or four clinched yeah. in each uh, division. So ferry your team. Yes. Unless you're English Paul's dumbass who hasn't done anything. <laughs> Dude, I, all these injuries have hurt me so bad this season. Yeah, that's I'm doing, true. I'm doing not too well. I'm sorry, Eddie. Yeah. That's okay. I'm on the cusp in both, nice. actually. So, you know, if I get blown out of the playoffs, I'm going to shut the whole league down. <laughs> so, sorry, guys. <laughs> and I'm going to run away with the $80 in winnings. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's do some questions and then we'll get out of here. You got questions? You got questions? You got questions? All right, we love questions on Sayer for the show. So send us in what you're thinking about, if you need advice, if you have a real treat. Sayerfortheshow.com slash contact is the best way to get a hold of us or just sayerfortheshow at gmail.com. Here's one, Eddie. Hey, fellas, long time. Just writing to you because it occurred to me the other day when looking through my shirts for something to throw on for bed that my wife and I use my Save It For The Show t-shirt after we have sex for a quick cleanup before heading into the bathroom. Don't worry, it gets washed. But if it's worn by me or her when we get started, it most definitely becomes the cum shirt. Anyway, pussy got wet. Keep it real and raw. Uh, Congrats to Eddie and his wife on the newborn. 
I'm, Thank you. I'm trying to get through a bunch of these questions. <laughs> Sorry. Um, oh, my real treat is Fear the Walking Dead. It's so good. That's from uh, D Savage. Oh, okay. So yeah, a bit of an older question. Uh, okay, so hold on, hold the phone. First of all, we do have merchandise. <laughs> you can buy a Save for the Show T-shirt slash cum rag slash cum rag. <laughs> Maybe they were missing out on the after sex. <laughs> we're not marketing it correctly. No. <laughs> it would be a Kleenex box. Dry, not wet. Of course. You got to go dry for this. And, you know, it would ha- you pull them, out, I guess, on the nightstand. <laughs> Instead of reaching for a bunch of Kleenexes to, you know, damn the cum <laughs> spilling out of your woman, you reach for a Save for the Show sex <laughs> sex towel. Towel? Towelette. Tow- there you go. Sex towel. Towelette. And and use that, and you're good to go. So yeah, we'll we'll cut you in on that, Disa. But anyway, so you're wearing a shirt, and and I get this move. So this, our shirt has clearly become a pajama shirt. Yeah. Which all right, I'm mean, a little <laughs> bummed out to hear that, you know. But you know what? Maybe it became a pajama shirt because he wore it so much. That's probably why. You know, in my life, when I was a t-shirt that I consider something that I would wear, maybe to work or to out not out to dinner, mm-hmm. that gets hung up. Yeah. You know, you want that shit tight and crisp in the closet. And in my closet, I have sort of like my five or six nicer sh- t-shirts. Mm-hmm. And then after you wear it and you love it, you downgrade it. Yeah. To the t-shirt for sleeping in, mm-hmm. going to the gym. And that's where I'd like to hope that our Save for the Show t-shirt became. <laughs> and it didn't go straight to the pajama pile. <laughs> because I do have shirts that go straight to the pajama pile. My wife's like, look. That's a no. Yeah. <laughs> That's a pajama shirt or Goodwill. Yeah. So you make the call and, and then you're, you're wearing it. You pop that top, him or his wife. Mm-hmm. So they're both wearing it, which is totally pajama style. Oh, yeah. My wife will get out of the shower and she's all like, which one of your shirts can I wear? And every once in a while she'll wear a shirt of mine. And I think, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> this is not a share shirt. You will not downgrade this to a pajama shirt um and i get pissed <laughs> so fine pull it off and you you bust a nut in your girl and then you wipe it away mm-hmm. with uh with the, with our rag so thank you <laughs> thank you for that appreciate it <laughs> if anyone else does anything weird with our merchandise let me know <laughs> someone's gonna be like i wipe my ass with it right fine like okay right do you piss in one of our cups and <laughs> I don't know. Throw it on somebody. Here's a question or a comment. Hi, Dan and Eddie. I'm working my way through all of your shows, and I started from episode one, as any normal human being would do. Working backwards is fucked up. What's wrong with these people? I I can see that. Mm. This is a tough thing with a podcast like ours, where now you're going to start on episode 307, going all the way back to one? That show sucks ass. (laughs) Like, our first 20 shows are... Not the best. Yeah. There's some gems in there. And then, so, but yeah, where do you go if you want more? 200? Yeah. 150? 100? <laughs> 75? 32? I don't know, Eddie. Uh, so yeah, go to one, I guess. Uh, she goes on to say, I just listened to episode 189, Do Fish Have Vaginas? And someone asked about a disposing of a fleshlight. It reminded me of an experience I had with a rabbit. And she put that in quotes, meaning the vibrator mm-hmm. rabbit. Long story short, my husband left me and my two children for another woman. That's, that's, a, that's a story I want long. <laughs> yes. What happened there? Uh, she goes on to say, my friends thought an Ann Summers party would cheer me up. You make money for hosting the party. And my friends asked if they could choose my gift. Pause. 
So Ann Summers, this is an English listener mm-hmm. uh, across the pond. Okay. Ann Summers is a line of sex toys, which haven't crossed our pond. Okay. I don't even know if I can think of an actual brand that's a line uh, of one. Of sex toys? Yeah, like, do we have, like, a definitive sex toy brand? Like, you might yeah, say Trojan condoms, or, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Maybe the rabbit? Is that, but, or has rabbit sort of become what Kleenex and Q-tip are, where it's a type of, or a brand that became a I think, a yeah, thing. I don't fucking know. Whatever, <laughs> okay. She goes on to say, it was a big mistake. Not long after, a rabbit arrives, but it's 10 inches long. And I'm not sure if you know this, but for a woman to enjoy the rabbit part, she has to insert that whole motherfucker up there. Uh, And as a trim and tight lady, I did my pelvic floor exercises. The thought terrified me, and I threw it straight in the recycling bin. So what she's talking about is I'm doing like a J with my finger right now. (laughs) You've seen these vibrators before. Where it has the huge dildo part. Mm -hmm. And then it has that sort of weird, I don't know, like rooster head (laughs) thumb part on it. For the clip. Yes. So, and she's totally right. Like, you gotta like, it's gotta be in your vagina. And what if you have a shallow vagina? And you, you there's no way you're gonna get yeah. any clitoral stimulation. It seems like it's like a real bad product design, actually. Like, <laughs> the only way to, like, I'm showing you right now, Eddie, my fist. If you like, what stop if your, showing me, what if your vagina that. was just this short? I'm only like knuckle deep. Okay. And here's the clip right on this knuckle, Eddie. <laughs> It's not going to work. I want to meet that woman because she'll think I have a huge dude, I know. But dude, think about it. You'd only be able to pump like two or three inches. <laughs> and, you know, and if you actually wanted to really get it in there and slap that ass, you'd destroy her cervix yeah. and you'd be in big trouble. So in her case, it wasn't going to work. Totally okay. makes sense. And I never really thought about that because I don't, I, don't, I don't have a vagina or a clitoris, Eddie. Uh, I just jerk off with my hand like a monkey. Uh, okay, she goes on, blah, blah, blah. And I put it in the recycling bin. The bin goes out for collection a couple days later. I'm off for work and chilling in the front room, watching everyone go by bringing their kids to school. And I got up to make a cuppa. And fuck me if the lid hadn't blown open with the rabbit and all of its glory on display for everyone to see. I rushed out to try to push it under some plastic bottles. And right when I went out there, the fucking bin men, that's what we call them here, rolled up. The most embarrassing moment of my life. Keep up the great work. Love the podcast. Wendy. Oh, that's from English Wendy. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. You know what? I think she, before she probably worked up the courage to send us a voicemail, mm. it's a really old question gotcha. that she sent us. So yeah, super shout out to you, uh, Wendy. I forgot about this question and I'm sorry you got embarrassed <laughs> uh, that you, <laughs> your neighborhood children saw your 10 inch dildo <laughs> in, in the trash can. Uh, what time is it? All right, let's do one more question. Then we'll get out of here. Uh, oh, okay. This is fun. Here's things I've learned from listening to over 300 episodes of the podcast. I have more in common with Dan than I thought. I too have a sensitive miatus and I too masturbate with my left hand, but I'm right-handed. I've never heard of anyone else like that. That's crazy. That does that. Did you write this? I didn't write this. Okay. Uh, uh, Also candy corn is the bomb. Okay. What the fuck? I know this is great. This is my uh, soulmate. Burn notice is an amazing show. Here's things I have in common with Eddie. I like John Wick and Del Taco. That's it. <laughs> but I guess what? I like John Wick and Del Taco as well. 
Uh, I've devoured every episode since March because I had time to do so. My work commute increased a lot and sometimes the job got stressful. Hearing you two banter in my earbuds as as I worked helped keep the anxiety at bay. I guess you could say, save for the show is my real treat. Uh, And that's from Jeff. So shout out to you, Jeff. Thanks for that. And he's right. Everything he said in there is right. (laughs) Sorry you have a sensitive Miatis. You know, maybe we need to start a support group. A Facebook group. (laughs) Please do. Guys with sensitive dick mouths. That's That's what a Miatis is. That should be your your, uh, running platform when you run Mm. for president. Yeah, that what? Every house. I want a, a car in every garage. And a bottle of moisturizer <laughs> on every guy's nightstand. Oh, listen, I'm not jerking off. <laughs> I have a very sensitive, dry dick mouth that I have to put this lube on that the president <laughs> is forcing us all to do. And you know what? If you're at home, and when I'm the president, and if you're at home and you don't have a sensitive dick mouth, I'm coming to your house. And I'm going to rub sandpaper all over that shit so you finally can feel the pain. And when late years later you're in the tenement museum <laughs> and someone's like, oh my God, when President Dan was president and he made everyone rub sandpaper on their dicks. Okay. Show's over. Eddie, all right. Uh, okay. This week, our sifstery from Amanda Hug and Kiss is from episode 39 and he titled it Shoulder Boob and the song is Cut You Down by I Not Dance. So I don't remember what this is. This is a great example. It's from episode 39. And if this is funny, guess what? The old shows are funny, Eddie. There you go. They really are. And they're, they're back there for you to listen to. I like how the song is I Not Dance. And you were just you opened the show talking about how you can't dance, man. Wow. Great bookend. Wow. Bookends, Eddie. Bookends. Uh, and that's it. So thank you, Amanda. Uh, Sayerforthishow.com slash contact. Get at us. And that's it. Otherwise, this has been episode 307 of Save the Show with Dan Eddy. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you soon. See you. Didn't get a massage, but it made me think of another thing that I used to like to do. Get my hair done. <laughs> do you ever... Where do you get your... Oh, you, you cut your own hair. Yeah, I, I buzz my head. Right. Um, I, I have had my hair cut at a, at a salon, though, before. Where like, they, like, like wash nice, your hair and all yeah, that? Where, man, my voice is crazy yeah, right now. Um, but, yeah, like, it was, I can't remember what it was called. It's in Vegas. But, you know, it's, like, all hot chicks that work there. Yes. And they don't use, um, you know, clippers. They use scissors only. Right. So you can't get, like, a fade or anything like that. Right. Um, and, yeah, this really hot chick washed my hair and she was like you know like over me like yes her, i can smell her essence you know dude and it was awesome you're pre listen i i wrote <laughs> down to talk about that because you know i almost felt like getting a massage there's a little bit of that you know like there's a person touching you their essence is yes. next to you and eddie and i are, are happily married men. <laughs> but this is just something like animal and i think yeah. all men like when a girl gets that close to you and you you smell her and she's like all over you it's like <laughs> whoa there's you're aware of it i think girls can shut that off pretty easily yeah but guys i don't know it's hard to turn off anyhow all the guys i used to work with in my old job that's all they would talk about is like (laughs) i'm gonna go to this salon i'm gonna get a haircut from this girl she has huge boobs and she washes my hair like dude her boob like rested on my shoulder (laughs) like that's like (laughs) and these are all guys that are married and go home and just like i could go touch my wife's boobs right now if i wanted to but this is like the fact that a boob grazed their shoulder. <laughs> and you're right, they smell so good. And 
That guys are weird like that. <laughs> Luckily, I was in uh, high school when this happened, so... Oh, you haven't done it since you were a man? Yeah, I because, I mean, I've been buzzing my hair since, like, freshman year of college. Oh, okay. So, it's, it's so much easier, and Kristen yeah. likes it, so... Yeah. In high school, you could almost blow a load in your shorts by having some hot <laughs> chick rubber boob on your shoulder. <laughs> oh, I did. I, I wore I wore khakis because they're thinner than jeans, Oh, so. man. That would, that would be, like, beyond embarrassing. This taco, this taco's so good.